here has watched live sports? We all have, right? Have you seen the trainer on the sideline stretching out the athlete on the field and wondered what form of stretching was that? I'm Dr. Heather, your virtual sports chiropractor. Over the course of the next 27 weeks, you'll be able to catch all 27 tips and tricks regarding injury prevention for runners right here on the podcast. This entire series is brought to you by my signature course, the three-week sports chiropractic program where I look at getting you pain-free in under a three-week period so you can get back to the activity you love most. If you want to grab the complete guide, click down below in the description box. Now, these tips and tricks are in no specific order, so let's get started with tip number four, passive stretching. Okay, so what is passive stretching? Let's kind of talk about that a little bit further here. Last week, we talked about active stretching. Active is movement-based. Passive is a form of static stretching where an external force, usually an individual, is exerting a force upon a limb to help increase the range of motion for that particular limb. Okay, so a lot of times we'll see trainers down the ground doing a basic kind of hamstring stretch to the athlete trying to get them to go ahead and get a little bit more motion in that hip joint or around that knee. Now, if you don't have a partner to stretch with you, you could use a band or a prop to assist you in achieving the appropriate stretch. So, for example, if you've seen this before on some YouTube channels where somebody will say, hey, put your legs up against a wall or use the wall or a doorway to help assist you with that stretch, that's actually a form of passive stretching because what you're doing is you're using something to kind of help you stretch a little further. You're not actively doing it. You're kind of just there breathing into it while you're allowing for that muscle to fully stretch itself out. Now, it's very important to understand that doing passive stretching prior to an activity, especially running, can increase your chance of injury, which is why it's always recommended to do this post-runs. Now, you might be asking yourself, why? Why would we want to do passive stretching before when we know passive stretching can help increase my range of motion when I want more motion while I'm running? Yes, that's true. But the fact of the matter is, is that one, it undermines your warm up. So active stretching is where you're kind of getting that heart rate going. You're getting more blood flow to the muscle. You're preparing the muscle, the tissue for activity. When we're doing passive, it's usually meant to be more done in a cool down effect to allow for that muscle to fully stretch out and kind of just let our bodies relax into it. Now, Traditional stretches like when people bend over and touch their toes or stretch their legs on a fence often cause the muscle to tighten rather than to relax, exactly the opposite of what is needed for physical activity. This is why there is a risk of overstretching at that time, and this is what happens is The tightness then undermines the speed and range of motion that you could have when you start exercising. So if you're looking at hitting a certain time frame for a specific run, doing the passive stretching before could undermine that speed goal or actually make that injury flare up a little bit more because that range of motion actually isn't going to be happening. It's going to be decreased. Now, doing passive stretching after an activity allows the body to cool down, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, allows the heart rate to return to normal. 
The body produces lactic acid, which is a byproduct produced by the muscles that can lead to soreness. It's very important to understand that passive stretching can help in really allowing that muscle soreness to reduce. So doing some passive stretching will go ahead and take some of that lactic acid and kind of push it out of the muscle a little bit more versus it just staying there. Now, if you're interested in knowing kind of some more specific passive stretches you could do at home or post-activity, I've dropped you the link to my YouTube video that goes over passive stretches. And I would highly recommend you check it out and go ahead and implement some of those post-activity. Regardless if you're a runner or a weightlifter, they are really great stretches for all of us to kind of implement into our lives. Now, don't forget to catch all 27 tips and tricks to prevent injuries in runners right here on the podcast. This is Dr. Heather, your virtual sports chiropractor, and I'll see you next weekend.